0: Then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts quote now at progressive.com to see if you could save progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates national average 12-month savings of 744 dollars by new customers surveyed who saved with progressive between june 2022 and may of 2023 potential savings will vary discounts not available in all states and situations
0: there's no place to escape to this is the last on the left when the
1: cannibalism started. What was that?
2: Welcome to the show, everyone. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. With us, as always, to my left, there's
1: a fella. He looks handsome today? All right, get your Chowson shoes on. Today we're getting urban with the dancing flavors of what all the kids are into. We're going to go down to to Harvard Square and smoke a jazz cigarettes with all wow. the best jazz musicians, the hip cats out there, the waggling knees, and the big bowler hats. And I just love, I love the flair, I love the flair of what these kids got going on today because I got to tell you, it ain't your mama's jazz. That's right. My name is Wilkie Renderson. <laughs> Wilkie Wenderson. Oh, yeah, and I got all the touch of what all the urban youth are doing today with their long socks, and they've got their dyeing their hair with lye. To its, it's super red color. It's, it's, Wilkie, it's amazing you know, to see. How long have you been in the radio game, Wilkie? I've been in the radio game for three months, baby. <laughs> Three months. There's not more season than that. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen it move from the guitar to the tuba, back all the way back to the guitar. Wow! All in three months' time. Absolutely. Come on and get yourself some jazz. I hear that it's a it's a good way to make your parents old knobbly neat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you
2: so much, Wilkie. And, of course, that uh, Wilkie character was played by...
1: Henry Zebrowski. And today we have a very serious podcast.
2: Very serious podcast. That jazz music was not played on accident. Today (laughs) we are discussing black serial killers, a very underreported group of serial killers. Now, this
1: is the thing... Again, everything we say here is from a character's perspective. <laughs> right, right. Are you so, so in in you're planning you're on getting racist? Interpret- no, I don't want to. Actually, there, there's really nothing to uh, what I've discovered in researching black serial killers mm-hmm. for a while. Like I, we always kind of figured that there were not very many because we're. we're and that's used one to- of the greatest myths of all time. It is a massive myth. Mm-hmm. If they, these people, like these people. <laughs> what do you mean by these
2: people? I'm talking about black serial killers. Okay, all right. They just jump higher. <laughs> yes, they stab harder.
1: But the thing is. I think what Do you discovered think that they are
2: better at killing? No. If you no. had to put Dahmer or Black Zero Killer together? I just
1: together? think the way history is now being framed is that uh, what black people have brought to music, dance, art... Acting and sports.
2: Oh, everything! We just happen (laughs) to
1: bring two serial killers. Sure, we just have the extra edge, the extra flair.
2: Would you say that uh, it's one of the last bastions of white pride is our ability to murder? Like that's that's, we still have that, right?
1: You could also like the last thing that makes us scary, right? 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 It's really the last thing that we're like, well, or our
2: our our ability to call a lawyer at a drop of a hat, like that's scary, (laughs) and our ability to stab. That I
1: know one, and then he'll work on the guarantee that I'll pay him afterwards. Exactly,
2: exactly.
3: Well, there are definitely less black serial killers than there are white serial killers in the United States. And I have two theories hmm. as to why that is. I think the first theory is that a lot of these people, from what I've researched, uh, they kill within the black community. Sure. And a lot of them kill black prostitutes. Right. And, of course, it's well known that black homicides are uh, Very investigated. Under-reported. Yeah. Yeah. Under-reported. Very underreported. Extremely underreported. No
2: snitching policy as yeah. well.
3: No investigation, no reporting, and a lot of these women are black prostitutes who are on the lowest rung of police investigation. And you
2: think it's hard to find a white prostitute. I mean, that's why Joel Rifkin, the New York City uh, serial killer, got away with killing countless prostitutes uh, to the point where cops were just like, you notice... You ever notice the streets are like, there's just like less prostitutes around. There's are just
1: like empty shoes lying everywhere <laughs> and like glittered dresses just cut up with scissors until like masks, like someone's been right. wearing them like they're wearing a mask and called himself like the dark Spider-Man.
2: And that's what it takes to get, a, to get to the attention if you're a white prostitute. So you can imagine how difficult it is if you're a black prostitute.
3: And the second reason why there are more uh, white serial killers than black serial killers, this one's going to blow your fucking mind. I can't
2: wait. Let's blow it out.
3: There are more white people than black people. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, buddy!
1: Leave the numbers at home. We're yeah. talking murder here. We know how to leave the condom in the dresser. That's right. I would thank you, s- Irish people. Yeah. I'm also gonna put that out there. Thank you to Irish people. Thank you to Why Italian are you thanking people. Thank you, the Irish, because that's what they do. They just they fuck they fuck on piles of trash just out next to where oh, like their right. shillelleys lay. I love
2: that we're talking about black serial killers and somehow you're racist against the Irish. I'm just
1: saying, like, let's be, let's put the racism where it belongs. Yeah, on and the a Irish. A bunch of hut people that live in the middle of a bog um, that just. Just make kids like it's their fucking job. Thanks for they listening. don't got a real job.
2: Henry, can you not? They're a massive demographic for us. We love the Irish. And, and please continue to drink and, and be merry and uh, enjoy I our love episodes. the Irish
1: people. This is not about Irish people. This is about black serial killers. That's yes. right. We'll cover Irish serial killers later on. But basically just Irish serial birthers. Right. I would
2: also say, uh, before we get into some specific people here, I think also the urban environment is a little bit more difficult to get away with Malta uh Multiple murders. You know, you tend to get like J- J- Joe Duffelbag with that mm-hmm. fellow, the serial killer John Doe
3: Duffelbag. Yeah. John
2: Doe yeah. Duffelbag because yeah. he had a duffel bag in the picture. He got away with three tops because of all the surveillance cameras. If you're in Wisconsin or in Iowa, you, you got can isolated fl- space forever.
1: But actually, uh, but there's a an anonymity to b- being in a giant city. Like is there is true. A, Hiding in hide, plain sight. You can hide. When she, when they talk about like one, just throw one of these out here. So one of the examples of a serial killer, we're going to cover, I, there's a major, there's major ones that we're going to cover and then there's like a bunch of tiny ones that are just like, just to show you how many there are. There's a man named Harrison Graham who was operating in the, I believe it was the early 90s and um, Who was a uh, serial killer who lived in a tenement house? Right now, Mm -hmm. now his thing was he was a very large man who grew up in the uh, care of a prostitute. His mom was a prostitute, okay. And he basically grew up in the projects for a long period of time.
3: It's
2: similar to Richard Pryor's childhood, but this guy Um, didn't choose comedy; he
1: chose and. By the way, this
3: this guy went from uh, 1986 to 1987, which we will cover later on. Is the golden age of black serial killers? Really? Okay. Uh,
1: He was he was in Philadelphia. uh, basically, um, as a run. Just a quick rundown of Harrison Graham is that he had an IQ of sixty-three. He created is that high or low? That is crazy. <laughs> Very low. Do you remember? That? You don't remember Forrest Gump?
2: Yeah. What was Forrest Gump? Had? Seventy-three. Seventy-three. Forrest yeah. Gump
3: was seventy-three.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was even a sixty-three. Yeah, remember he
1: that? Your
3: boy at s- seventy-four is average intelligence. Your boy's right
1: below the law.
3: Wow.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Did she of, suck that dude's dick? I remember.
2: You got to get into college somehow
1: yeah um he was far below that okay so he uh basically he created an alternative life
2: is like a box of bloody knives but that's (laughs) kind of what
1: even what it was like he he had a uh a sort of tenement room just filled with dead bodies. He created an alternative persona called Marty that he wrote on the wall in blood Mm -hmm. and that he um, basically was like, Lord told me I was done sinning and I knew, I knew that I'm not supposed to have the hand of Gabriel, like saying like weird shit. And he fucked up. He Basically he killed his girlfriend, which is kind of like how my retarded cousin, you know, got married and had a wife for a period of time, which is really fucked up. It's just well, how did we, how is that? How are you equating these two? Essentially, I think when retarded people are together, it's kind of like a hostage situation for a little bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know? yeah, Henry
2: Zebrowski <laughs> rules of life. <laughs> Retards
1: cannot love. They can't. They just hug and they grab and they they, they have a pure heart, you know. But it's right. like it's like if you gave a Saint Bernard hands and like crushing strength. <laughs> But it's like Harrison, Well, thank
2: you to our, all of our retarded listeners as well. We love you very, very much. I
1: can't believe you're working iTunes, but I'm yeah. glad you're bumping our numbers. That's right. Um, but he he had a girlfriend for a little while that he strangled to death, and then he kept sure. fucking the corpse, and then he would bring other women in there, and he'd be like, I knew I had to I had to move the bodies when I get the new girl in there, so I take the body, I put it up in the ceiling, and then right. they fall through the ceiling. And like he basically, when they found him, he had like nine bodies in there that he had just been fucking and stuff for a long time. And this time. was all
2: in an apartment. It
1: was an apartment and basically they called they, they found who he was because he rented the place and then his mom was like "I'll basically called him be like honey hair so honey you gotta come out and talk with the police she's like mama don't don't wanna go to the steel room Right. Don't want to go to the happy place, and they're like, "No, no, ha- no!" And you have to come in, and they just literally found him standing next to a mailbox, going like, "I don't want to be arrested." Marty did it, right? Oh, oh. You know, and they arrested him, and then Marty, you know, was him. Marty was doing, yeah, he right, was Marty. right, right, yeah. right, right. I love my that God. character.
2: That character voice is very good.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I like that too. That's
2: uh, very <laughs> yeah.
1: good. Yeah, It sounds my retarded like retarded black serial killer. <laughs> I think voice. you. I, mean, I, I think it's that's fantastic. about right, yeah, though. You, you know. know? <laughs>
2: Know. No. She no. just
1: lied there, so I took it as a yes. But why not? I just ah oh, man, why I bit her pussy, and I was like, "Marty, you don't you do, it, Marty?" And then I just bit it off. I bit her pussy off.
2: If you mentioned if you mentioned pudding pops, you got you're you're close to a Cosby as well. In but there. that is just one. Good.
1: That is one example. Yeah. Of it. So and women would just go
2: over there, and
3: bodies would just fall from the ceiling of this guy's house.
1: Yeah, it was nuts.
3: Yeah, and going along with hmm. the uh, theme of victims, all of his victims were female addicts. They were all okay. f- uh, yeah. addicts
1: and prostitutes. He'd lure them over to the room with drugs, and then strangle the fuck them and then strangle them, and then keep fucking the bodies.
2: Yeah, I would say that this is probably not high on the detective's list of... No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Well, these Crimes
1: just, to solve. He was just hiding in plain sight. They literally just found it. Yeah. They just, like, walked into... They were researching... They were, like, they were investigating something else, and they walked into his project, and we were like, what the fuck is that smell? And then they walked past a door that had Marty written on blood on it. Right, right. And then they just walked in and found nine bodies, and they were like, I mean... Neighbors said nothing.
3: Very, very, very few of these killings were solved by police work. In fact, some would argue one was solved by actual police Mm -hmm. uh, work—the Grim Sleeper—and that was one of the most famous. And that was only after a huge expose by the LA Weekly. But we'll get to him later. Almost all the rest of these are all accidents. Uh, just these people, uh, fucking, just getting reckless, and uh, you know, victims escaping. Well, I, I mean, like-
2: Dahmer was also an accident. I feel like it's very difficult to solve these sort of serial killer crimes. Well, especially they're very,
1: because hap- they're happening in private and they're happening yeah. really secretly. I, it's not like he's running around the street stabbing mailmen, you know, yeah. right? Not Her- yet.
3: For example, Anthony Soule, the Cleveland Strangler, killed 11 women. He was only caught after he brought a woman home, and she was able to escape after... She had a
1: camera on her head.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They were filming something for VHS 3, which is going to be really, really good.
3: He hit her. He choked her. He raped her. She passed out. He thought she was dead. She woke up. She ran out. She brought the cops back. They found two bodies lying on the living room floor, and then they started searching the house. They found four other women throughout the the home, uh, buried in a shallow grave in the basement. In the backyard, they found three more bodies and the remains of a fourth. They found a human skull in a bucket inside that's the right. house. Telltale
2: you know, Oh, science. that's
1: my head bucket. I call him <laughs> Mr. Sprinkles. <laughs> Mr.
2: Sprinkles, the 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 bucket in the head. He always yeah. tells
1: me, stop, stop doing what you're doing. And I'm like,
0: well, you know, no. Shut up, Mr. Sprinkles. <laughs> Not now, Mr. <laughs> Sprinkles.
2: Yeah. I would like to hear the cops discuss how many bodies there were. Two plus four plus three. There was seven, nine bodies. Ah. a
1: homicide on Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. One, two bodies in the bathtub.
2: <laughs> Does anyone think Sesame Street's getting, like, really really blue? One like really head intense? in the bucket. Sesame Street's <laughs> changed a lot.
1: penis that I put. And the mouth of the head. I think the they got pocket. a new head
2: writer or something. Cool. It's really getting bizarre. So, I
1: come in his brain, it's like he's crying through his eyes. <laughs> you know
2: what, Samantha? We're going to turn off Sesame Street now. We're going to put on Elmo. I uh, I guess Elmo is on Sesame Street. Dora the Explorer.
3: Well, it's very quick information about the Cleveland Strangler. He worked in a, as a child. His uh, stepfather forced his mother to strip naked in front of... Uh, him and his siblings and whipped her with electrical cords I until love fashion she bled. New <laughs> York yeah, yeah.
1: Fashion Week has been amazing all week. I love to see what they do out there. Is that a Mark right. Jacobs thing?
2: Uh-huh.
3: He I began just, raping so be- his niece on an almost daily yeah. basis for two years starting at the age of 11. His and father did or he did? He did. Oh. Uh, in 2007, he began collecting unemployment benefits. He earned his living uh, selling scrap metal. And of course, the neighborhood complained about the dead body smell coming sure. from this guy's house. And he was a member of an online dating service. This is a fun little tidbit oh about my. him. He was <laughs> a member you... of an online what dating service where he stated that he was a, quote, master looking for a submissive person to... Train. Well,
1: that's that's another common Murder. running, I'm a running theme. We hear that a lot. There was a uh, another uh, black serial killer named Maury Travis, mm, who yeah. um, also known as the videotape murderer. Yes. Who, again, he operated for how long? He operated for like, a while, right? He had,
2: a, yeah, his run was uh, relatively lengthy. I thought,
3: yeah, it was. I mean, it was uh, lengthy enough where the guy... I think he took a cool off period of like three years. Yeah,
1: yeah. He uh, he ran his uh, what was it the it was in two thousand one. It was like it was pretty. Like, what was the final number? I'm sorry, I just lost my. my
3: uh, he, got, he, he murdered killed up
1: to seventeen women. Up to seventeen. They're, they're pretty yeah. certain. It was it was a, a number of prostitutes that basically went missing, and they would all find them with the same right. thing where they were tied and gagged. They were strangled, uh, and he left a bunch of common them. But then they no no one knew how to like. It's it's Get such an exact science. But the main thing what they found is that when they finally investigated uh, the the crimes and Mm -hmm. they they started like looking for these missing prostitutes they found his house he was very upset um basically
3: he said what are you doing here at seven o'clock in the morning
1: morning. yeah Yeah. a little early
2: i would say though interrupting a serial killer at that time
1: they wrote a piece uh about uh because it's in st louis right which is horrible st louis is my one i'm sorry if you're from st louis
2: no it's always one or two on the uh on the murder capitals of of the yeah. country, which is so bizarre.
1: You can see the filth in the air of St. Louis.
2: Yeah, you really can.
1: Yeah, because it's all over the breasts of the ladies.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> um. But he went. Out, he basically wrote a letter after a, a one of the his victims was profiled in the newspaper. He mm-hmm. wrote them a letter, being like basically saying like you you know there's a lot more where that came from. Blah blah blah, and sent yeah. them a map of a, another. Do you have the actual? Text? He said,
3: "Nice sob story. I'll tell you. I'll tell you where many others are." To prove I'm real, here's directions to number seventeen. And they he uh, they sent he they went to where the directions marked. There was an X on a map. They went to uh, the spot. They pushed aside weeds and they found a skeleton. Yes, and, okay. they, and
1: but what he did was is he sent an Expedia map with his yeah. account logged in, and then they found his account found the, the from the IP address that it came from and went and just picked him up. That's even yeah.
2: dumber than what BTK did. Yes, sending but, the disc.
1: But what they found in the very top is like his apartment was like. Meticulously clean They said And then they went Into the basement And it was a fucking Torture chamber And what we did not Find out is that They found a um, Basically he had Videotaped all of his murders Right And uh, that's became Known as a videotape murderer And uh we have some Transcript from it
3: Now they, yeah, this is actual audio From the yes. videotape Right
0: I can't hear you What you're saying you Say, say it
3: clear You are the master It this is me To serve
2: you You are the master
0: it pleases me to starve you. Now you sit your hands down like I said.
3: And I've got just a little bit more. Pretty steamy stuff. Yeah, it's
2: yeah. fun
1: to hear, right?
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> yep,
2: here's... Hope you're
1: not having a bad day at work.
3: <laughs> <laughs> here's a little bit more. You are now.
0: This is first kill number one.
1: First kill was 19 years old. Name, oh. first kill was nice. He needs to get a sound guy.
2: Yeah, he needs a grip. Uh, Got to hold that boom mic.
3: Yeah, he says first killed. Name, I don't know, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, he's definitely he's a lunatic. He's
2: yeah. a real Woody Allen of serial killers, you know. <laughs> 17 videos. And he. Uh,
1: yeah, and they were all. He, one was labeled My Wedding Story. Yeah. Okay, and then yeah. they, he got married. Well, the to her. first part of it was a wedding.
3: Right. And then the second part of it was. The, yeah, uh, and then it
1: was a bunch of Alf. A couple of episodes of Alf sure. he taped over. Yeah. That was <laughs> rough. Is and very was like, because that's like, that's hard to get.
2: Maybe a little. Uh, home, uh, what is that? No, it's not too old. Home improvement. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little he kill-
3: home And uh, Maury t- uh, Travis killed himself in prison shortly after being apprehended. He stuffed toilet paper in his nostrils, put a gag in his mouth, pulled a pillowcase over his head, managed to thread a noose made from a sheet through the tiny holes of a mesh vent above his toilet, managed to tie his own hands behind his back, put the noose around his neck, and jumped off the toilet. He left a suicide note declaring he would rather kill himself than face execution or life in prison.
1: That well. doesn't make any sense. But it, I mean, at the same time, it's it, that's a very thorough, that's like a Home Alone type hijack. It, it's definitely <laughs> like a problem lot of work. kind of like work.
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah, tying up your own hands and hanging yourself like that. I, I wonder don't got if he that
1: was, kind of. I, I don't have that kind of strength. No, um, yeah, but this like, is another example of a guy like that. So that's that was very intense. And then another one very is brutal. A,
2: you would almost think that that guy would have a little bit more fame behind him because those are relatively uh,
1: intense coverage, intense murders
2: no, there. whatsoever.
3: I mean, we You're, did find out about this guy through an A and E uh, show. So there's they, some right. a but little they covered bit covered everybody well, I mean, because they yeah. were just
1: looking for material. Right. True. Yeah, the rumor writers being like, "I just got off of Dave's World, and I just got done watching it." It's like Dave's I, I World. I wonder you going start writing these episodes, the any biography, yeah. and just start going through St. Louis newspapers, being like, guys, we got like fifty stories right here, and they're all fucking disgusting.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're a member of the black community, you have to wonder why these things aren't covered. And I think it's ironic because half of it's not covered because white people are like, we don't want to talk poorly about black people. There are no black serial <laughs> killers, true. and the other half is just like, we do not give a fuck. You know, like we are happy to see black prostitutes dead.
1: But it's so right it's really there. difficult. Yeah. It's right under the surface. You know, another guy, a Jake Bird, who was operated. During the 1940s, he confessed to murdering up to 40, like four 45. women. Yeah, with an axe. He was known as the uh, Tacoma Axe Killer. And but basically, they just were like, "No, you were just trying to rape people." And so they put him in jail for like uh, basically they tried him for rape and the murder of one woman. Mm. The uh, it was like Beverly Cludt, Beverly June, Beverly June. No, Clitted. but I do want to say, why did you Beverly <laughs> Beverly June Cludt? Yeah, uh, and then how do you spell a, this? K L U D
2: T. Yeah, that's clut. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, a tough one, actually. That's the
1: sound of an ass hitting a toilet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he clut. Right. Clut. <laughs> yeah, but he, they found him with brains all over him. And oh, then when yeah. when they put him to death, he hexed them. And he said, but his final words were, I put the checkbook... <laughs> well, I don't know if they all sound <laughs> that <laughs> way, Henry. I don't know I what mean, this guy's IQ is. this is the third one. Playing a so character. Playing I am. Yeah. I'm putting the Jake Bird <laughs> hex oh, okay. on all of you oh, who right. had anything to do with my being punished. Mark my words, you will die before I do. Right. And right. allegedly six people connected with the trial died. Judge Edward D. Hodge of a had died of a heart attack, one of the officers who took his first confession, a police officer who took a second confession died, and the court's chief clerk, and one of Bird's prison guards. They They're all, all morbidly
2: obese and Southerners and from the 40s. They and also got was, hex
1: with a voodoo hex. That's, that's
2: true. And his lawyer, J.W. Selden, died on
3: the first anniversary of the sentencing. Oh,
2: very cool. So uh,
3: perhaps the hex
1: is real. Yeah, he choked on an andouille sausage. (laughs) Andouille sausage, you (laughs) say? I do declare this is the thickest sausage I've ever had, but I will say I can take it all in one gulp. Don't do it. Don't, (laughs) man.
2: Don't do it, man. I can do it. J.W., I think he's, yeah, he is definitely dying.
1: (laughs) Don't help him.
2: He's a lawyer. He knows what to do. He's got to swallow the whole thing if he wants to eat for free. <laughs> You're going to have to pay for that. He died. What does that mean? Take the money out of his wallet. Take the
1: money out of his wallet. He's still got a bill to pay.
2: Yes. Yeah. He didn't swallow the whole sausage Delicious down. Delicious
1: and dewy sausage. How could it not slide down your gullet? Yeah.
2: I always thought the uh, the guy was eating a sausage in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The kid in the wheelchair. For the longest time, I thought there was a sausage in his it's mouth. It's like a, It's a, a stogie. Cigar. Oh, it was a
1: stogie? Yeah, oh, I thought, I thought, I thought it, was,
2: it was a sausage, too. I don't think it's a... I think it's a cigar. Guys,
1: guys, where are you guys? Yeah. Oh, that's my dream role.
2: It is a perfect... You, yeah. You a, need to be in a wheelchair or some dude sort of in hover a wheelchair route.
1: being, yeah. like, haunted by a maniac, yeah. Sally!
3: Sally! Sally!
2: That's great. So this guy killed 45 people, put a hex on everybody, so I guess we're gonna, we can add that... can nobody covered that, him. We can add that to his death toll, though. So yeah. we're going to
3: say 51. Well, they did an investigation, and they were able to positively link him to at least 33 murders. Sure. So if you do 33, God knows. Yeah. The, the, the sky's the limit. Knows.
1: So do we want to get into our
3: first big pop up? Let's get into the first big pop Let's do up. It. And this is, without a doubt, the biggest example of the media not covering uh, serial killings within the black community. From the early 1980s until 2007, it is believed that there were no less than five serial killers operating in South Los Angeles.
1: It's so intense to me. The idea that, right. like, it what did we say 53 murders? 53 happened? murders. That's nuts. 50 killed killers, by
3: 5 people. Well, and there's one that we don't even know. It was like
1: who the Avengers. Right. They were and out we, there just and, fucking around. They were just—it yeah. was—it was—it was hunting season. Yeah, yeah. There's the Black guy, Avengers. There's this guy.
3: The Avengers. Michael, Michael, Michael Hughes. That works. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You're not gonna give it to me.
2: Black Avengers. Black Avengers.
1: Sounds like Jerry Lewis. Uh, my,
2: just Michael like Hughes. a fat ragtag Avengers.
3: He sold Christmas trees out near LAX. Can't trust him. Yeah. He killed.
2: Uh, I got
1: big Christmas trees. I got, I got tiny Christmas. You come here, I'll stab you. Yeah. Something be about so that dangerous.
2: guy. He's not really in the spirit of the holidays, is he? Just he just keeps waving a machete around. He's got a blood-soaked Santa hat. That's kind of weird. Well, I guess we'll just buy a couple of trees and get out of here. Man.
1: I love L.A.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he killed seven women between 1986 and 1993. There was Chester Turner, who killed 10 women between 1987 and 1998. Funny thing about Chester Turner is that every story that I read about him described him as a one-time pizza delivery man. <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> every- that's a very good Job. One. And, and that well, doesn't yeah, terrify you. Uh, I don't know what else does. The idea of exactly. a serial killer that is a, a delivery man.
1: Because there's a bunch of people who just walk all around being like, Chester, don't you have a job? They don't have somewhere to go. And he's like, I was a pizza delivery man once. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <it's> interesting. <laughs>
0: think he just went but and- now I just stab and I
1: stab and I stab. All right, that's enough, Chester. All all right. Right. You, you get along now. I love reaching out to you urban youths.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to be go okay. I'm going to go back to
1: my job being a dentist and a librarian. <laughs> a dentist and a will librarian. K. Renderson.
3: The two it's- whitest possible jobs. And they also uh, linked him to 11 other murders. All of these guys right. have more murders linked to them that they weren't able to prove. Most of the killings took place between a 30-block stretch south from Slauson Avenue down to Figueroa Street. All I the way
1: from Figueroa most- Street to Slauson Avenue. I yeah. will say that... I have never been so afraid of being, I was in my car driving through the neighborhood and it was like, it was literally like, middle of the day driving, a dude was like crouched behind a garbage can and he kept like popping his head up (laughs) going like... (laughs) like looking at me like, was that a, like I was like right. are you hiding the fact that you are so bad at hiding shows me how dangerous you are <laughs> that is
2: scary when someone's bad at when you see them hiding well, yeah, it's because not good it's
1: like cartoonishly like he's got yeah. like a bush over his head then he keeps on looking and he's the scariest looking dude on I the face of the planet I think bush
2: is like following
3: the car I think
1: that bush has got like a do-rag on and he it's wants kind of to weird. like take is that me bush away from smoking
3: me? a huge joint right now <laughs> uh, and then there was Louis Crane who got who killed five he was a construction worker he was a guy that uh, another guy that his defense attorneys he had an IQ of 69 his defense attorney said he was too dumb to kill anyone. That was oh, you can be very defense. dumb and kill. Oh, so I absolutely. just know
1: that when I see them, they go, oh, oh, they're making screaming noises, and I know that you just gotta, you put the hand on the mouth until they start screaming. Well, the- as you can see, he's
2: clearly too dumb to kill. So, <laughs> and then I break go for their it.
1: hands, and then I say, crap for me, crap for me.
2: <laughs> All right. As a matter of fact, can I have a different case?
1: I gotta say that this is probably the most inappropriate case I've ever been on. Yeah. <laughs> And then he's finally, too dumb to die. <laughs> is, is that a, is that a defense? I feel like well, that we've is decided a defense. to, in accordance to his intelligence, we've decided the perfect mode of execution is to put his head on an anvil and hit it with a giant cartoony mallet.
3: That's great. <laughs> that sounds fun. And then finally, uh, the biggest one, the w- one that we all know about, originally called the Strawberry Murders. Oh, uh, that's nice. Uh, they call yeah. them by police because strawberries was a term that police used for women who trade sex for drugs.
1: Okay. Lonnie Franklin, the Grim Sleeper. The Grim Sleeper. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet! Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing! No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your Children or Significant Other Can't Ruin Your Cue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it, and it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds. For less money and less hassle, try it yourself with your seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv left. That's phil otv slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. The killing began
3: on a warm August evening in 1985 at a desperate point in U.S. urban history, a time filled with PCP rages and crack wars. Los Angeles' murder rate had soared to what an What is worse than just straight
1: serial killing besides, besides the term PCP crisis? Yeah. Like to me, that is horrifying. There's a yeah. bunch of people just doing it, just being like, it's like, the, like the 1960s, but for PCP. It's a
2: PCP, PCP rage. Revolution. Come on down. <laughs> Local 76.
1: We got some PCP. We're going to do some... Everybody's getting... Well, I just dropped it. Everyone's getting Dippets. Yeah, Dippets. We're going to some, some yeah. You know. Right. I was talking about the candy Dippet. Oh, the candy Dippet. Ah, just PCP yes. and candy.
2: Right, right.
3: Amid I, the bloodshed during a three-year period, seven young women and one man were killed and left in alleyways and dumpsters. He fell down an empty
1: elevator shaft, so...
3: And now this, but he was also killing men. He only killed one man. Oh, he
2: only killed one man. Yeah, he only oh, killed one. But up to one, this point, I think he's the first black serial killer that we've discussed that's killed any man.
3: He, kill, he yes. only killed one man, but the reason why he killed the man was because it was uh, supposed that the man... Found out about the killings. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was the oh, guy that discovered it. Uh, this, uh, Of course, the Grim Sleeper, Lonnie Franklin, he mm-hmm. was a, a guy that operated from 1985 until 2007. That's these guys had crazy a run.
1: longevity. Like, some of these guys, it's, it's crazy yeah. how yeah. long they operate in, in anonymous, especially in an environment like this, though.
3: Well, the thing is about Lonnie Franklin is years. that he was operating exclusively within his own neighborhood like so
2: just like a three block radius a lot
3: a lot of these no it's like a 10 15 block radius
2: gotta
1: look out for each other a lot of these guys like you gotta band together you gotta stop like it's killing
2: i mean i'm sure at some point somebody came up to him was just like have you heard about all the missing girls he's like no
1: I can't believe it. That's
2: awful. I love women.
1: I love women. I love whenever when they're just a woman. lying there, you know? Yeah. He does not nothing better when you're sitting alone in a living room with a woman, and she's just lying there silent, and you're just like, yeah! All now right, the well, TV comes on, yeah! Well,
2: here's the flyer, and uh, just keep an ear out. Thank yeah! you. I think we need to investigate silent Lonnie's women house. women are the
1: best women. Well, I'll be seeing you. I gotta get some milk.
3: <laughs> all right, all right. Well, the Grim Sleeper's M.O. was to kidnap Perfect. women, rape them, take a Polaroid photograph of them, sure. and then shoot them in the chest with a twenty-five caliber gun. And which, that's where Outkast
2: came up with that song, Shake It Like a Polaroid Picture. Yes, exactly. I don't know, but it's possible. I don't
1: know, I don't know. Let's, let's send them an email. Yeah. <laughs> sha not we? Yeah. Outkast at, at mindspring.net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: lonnie franklin uh murdered eight women uh well seven women and uh one man one before dude. finally in 1988 Victim number nine was able to get away from Lonnie Franklin. And this is how we know his M.O. because she picked him up. He picked her up. He was a very charming guy driving an orange pinto. Ah, oh, oh, that's one of the best colors for star, a pinto. Glassy. Yeah, very classy. He mm-hmm. picked her up and he said, Hey, you know, I'm going to a very charming guy. Uh, she described him
1: as I'm going to a Charleston competition. Oh, I hope so. you come <laughs> along with me and enjoy some classic <laughs> beverage iced tea.
3: That's great. Of course they'll get in your car. She described him as kind of geeky, but very charming. Okay. Uh, And Hmm. so he said- Like a young
1: Bill Gates. Yes.
3: (laughs) Well, Bill Gates might have more blood on his hands, but- Uh, So he- Let's uh, get political. Let's get there. Let's let's get political, guys. (laughs) Uh, So he picks her up. uh, He says, we're going to a party. He knocks her out. He He does sort of do the Charleston thing. (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember that part of the song <laughs> so he rapes her uh, he, he sure. knocks her out she wakes up what when he takes the polaroid the flash wakes her up okay and she is able to fuck him, wake up and start begging for her life and somehow this had never happened to him before at least as far as we know, because right. that's the only. thing. They never thing... told me not to do it. Yeah, it's I mean that's the... the
2: thing in his head. It was like, "Well, she's just sleeping there. She loves it. it Everyone really knows. is
3: the only thing that uh, people can figure out as to why he let her go.
2: Is this he uh, just the first let her person go? that begged to let her go. Yeah. It was
3: the first time, victim number nine. He let her go, and here is the fucked up thing about it. He let her go, and he was doing this on his street in his car. Right. On his own street, in his own car, doing all of this shit. He dumped her out, and she, is after being raped, after being knocked out, after being shot, Like, because he also shot her, that's how they tied it back, because it was the same caliber of bullet that was lodged within her chest. After all this, she remembered where she was when she got dumped out of the car. She remembered the exact street. She took the cops to his exact street and they did a month long stakeout three doors down from his house Jesus really Christ and they couldn't find him, him. completely cuz they weren't the fuck? they weren't looking at his house they were looking three doors down as far as they there's not even a record of them talking to Lonnie Franklin during this entire time it's almost comedic that's it retarded. Is almost,
2: I mean, that is ridiculous.
3: Yeah. It's, it's like the Hot Dog Squad. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say
2: Detective Popcorn needed to be on that case. Yeah, That's for sure. S- and
3: speaking of dumbass uh, fucking task force names, the task force that was assigned to the Grim Sleeper case was actually pretty
1: badass. Task Force 800.
2: Oh, okay. That uh, well, sounds yeah, kind of fun. Task Force
1: 800. That's I like Task 6. Force yeah. 800. Yeah, it's a
2: pretty badass name. I mean, they got the entire wrong house. I mean, I just feel bad for the guy they were staking out who's just well, like, yeah, hey, guys, probably it didn't just a naked
1: woman who you'd like, yeah. get dressed in one oh, bedroom yeah. Everything be like, yeah. Oh, yeah, check out them knackers, Nice. Boys.
2: Nice. <laughs> Let's stake <laughs> out for another month. On mm, that, I'm like. I'm so
1: a... excited to see. Mmm. <laughs> so many delicious. Mm, popcorn kernels. No, to take a popcorn, you got to check out the tits in the second floor window. Mmm. Snow caps are all I need to be tantalized. Anyone has
2: got the feeling Detective Popcorn is he's like, he's just like not one of the guys.
1: Hey, hey, Sergeant Wilkerson, you ever wonder what it would be like to have red vines for legs? I'm looking mm. at the tits
2: right now there, Detective.
1: Jerky for hair. Mm. Jerky Absolutely hair. scrum to lesson. Loving being delicious.
2: Hey, Coffee Duty, you're Mm. it, Detective Popcorn. Why don't you just go grab us some coffee there? uh... Oh,
1: I spilled it inside myself. I'm melting! Oh, shit. I'm
2: melting! All right, get the mop, boy. We'll
1: never close off this case. God damn it. Look at them brown nipples that woman's got in that second floor (laughs) window.
2: Beautiful brown nipples. (laughs) Beautiful brown nipples. Yes. So it's at this point after this woman is... Henry is rock hard right now, by the way. (laughs) Absolutely engorged.
1: I just wouldn't rub it. I have a pile of sponges that I put a wig on that I rub myself on. Oh, that's
2: normal. Yeah. Yeah, Very good. Everybody does that. Gets my outlet. Mm -hmm. No, you're not crazy.
3: So it's after this point that the man has uh, the action that earns him his title, the Grim Sleeper, because after this woman escapes, he takes a 13-year... Hiatus. I mean, he felt that bad about murdering all these women.
1: Well, He, just, I mean, but he also must have say, been terrified. Your, you I think he was stretch. terrified.
3: I think it was the uh, the fact that he let her go, plus the stakeout three blo- three doors from his house that told him, maybe I should cool it. Well, so he, she
2: knew exactly where she was when she got dropped off, but she couldn't ID. The, did he wear a mask
3: or something? I mean, she just knew that he was an average-looking black guy.
1: She got beat up pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Your brain gets pretty warped when you get beat up pretty bad.
3: Yeah, it, yeah. It, especially I mean, and after being shot and the trauma of a rape, all of that, like it's, it's she lot. wasn't able to really
1: talk to the sketch artist it was All gone. Well, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm sure the sketch artists are already here like black dude and just like had one printed up. Like, <laughs> oh, I got I got thirty of those back here. Which one, That's round
1: fun. head or skinny head?
2: Skinny head. I had nine of these. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, of course. Oh yeah,
2: definitely.
3: So he comes back in cover two 2000- afro shaved. Okay, we got an afro. <laughs> Perfect. Put it on there. He comes back in 2002 with the murder of young Princess Berthamue. <sighs> Princess
1: Berthamue, how did he ever kill
2: Princess Berthamue?
1: Prince of Berthamu. And Prince where was Andre the Giant to protect her? <laughs> this is
2: this is inconceivable. So he kills two more women. I love her. I love. Okay, and Princess Berthamue is the first one.
3: Yeah, he kills two more women.
1: I mean, and-
2: the, the name like that.
1: Oh, i yeah, never Princess heard Princess Berthamieu. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> move on from Princess Berthamieu. I mean, I
3: just never heard such a name.
1: <laughs> it just abu- it just a sh- it just sounds like a reptilian. It really it does. It really does. <laughs> yes, Princess Berthamieu. Yeah.
3: it's a shocking name to hear. Anyway, and the, he kills two more women, and this entire time he's been leaving DNA evidence all over. You know why? because he likes to suck on them titties. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. All of the titties of all of these women. Because he wasn't burying any of these women. He wasn't putting them in any special place. He right. was just dumping them out of his car. Sure. In vacant lots and alleyways. That's really common, throw too. Throw they just they,
1: they they chop up the bodies and they just leave them. Like, you saw the same thing with Maury Travis. A bunch of people just they just they bind the bodies and they just leave them in, like, a shallow place. Yeah. But right. nobody fucking finds them.
3: Yeah, nobody finds them. And this guy... And so he... Uh, It kills three more women And they start doing this thing in LA Called partial Or familial DNA analysis Okay And that way What they do is They uh, cross reference DNA That they find on crime scenes To felons that are in the system And they got a hit on Lonnie's son so they got like a uh, familial DNA. Oh, so his son so was they, committing crimes. Like drugs. that's what I'm saying is that this is the only one that I know of that was actually solved by through, through complete police work. Fucking Louis Crane, you know how he got caught? He was pushing one of his victims' bodies down the street in a fucking shopping cart. Oh, <laughs> oh man, it's all accidental. Shit. Hey, uh,
2: where'd you buy that body at? I've been looking for, uh, looking
3: for one of those.
1: It's Halloween. Oh, all right.
3: <laughs> They try, trace all this back to uh, Lonnie Franklin, and th- how they get him is they put a uh, a fa- they put together like a fake pizzeria. Uh, with, oh my like, God. this seems <laughs> elaborate.
1: Just go arrest
3: the fucking guy. <laughs> well, they had to get his DNA somehow, so they uh, staff an entire pizzeria. Oh, I heard full- this. this. That is, is yeah, ridiculous. They staff-, they staff a pizzeria full of cops, and they make sure that they- they're like, "Hey, you want a diet coke?" You should probably have a Diet Coke.
2: Diet Coke is great this time
1: of year. Why? Yeah, well, my name's Lonnie. It's free Diet Coke for Lonnie's Wednesday, so <laughs> I'm going to come on to have you. It's the they, best, g- worst
3: day of his life. They get, a, uh, Diet Coke. they get his DNA sample from the Diet Coke. They match it to the saliva. And this story had no real coverage in the press until LA Weekly did a big uh, expose on it in 2008. And right. That's when the cops finally got on it and finally started to... Uh, Get this case and that solved. That little
2: pizza chain turned into
3: Godfather's Pizza, <laughs> owned by Herman Cain himself. <laughs> and you know, Lonnie Franklin still hasn't gone to trial. Really? He was captured three years ago. Still hasn't gone to trial. He's just oh. hanging out. He's just hanging out. Yeah,
1: that's interesting. Just regretting that pizza, like I do when I have pizza. But that's sort just of. you know, you know.
2: Yeah, no one's swabbing for your DNA quite yet
1: i mean, sure you sure know, it will be soon. For fans of mine. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you know how Of it course. Is. Someone naturally. said they made a copy of one of my ears in a Petri dish. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, yeah, they just carved a bunch of my DNA off of old, you know, burrito tinfoil.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
1: they made a they made a whole penis out of it. you got to stop licking that burrito tinfoil so much. I just hate seeing them. That guy keeps sending me pictures of a of a Petri dish with a, an exact replica of my penis, and he's just sucking on it saying, "All <sighs> right. oh, smoking my favorite pipe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm sure he loves it. All right, so we have the Grim Sleeper here, and he's pretty much tops tops of the list. Well, that which uh, is a
1: part of like a, a whole family of some of the most in, of of intense serial activity. Yeah. Um. I guess we can start to begin, then an, another big bad boy. Yeah. If we'd like to, do we have enough time? Yeah. Um. And start with the uh, Mr. DC Sniper, John Muhammad. Oh, oh this guy! Now, man.
2: this is what I was wondering, though. Does he classify as a serial killer or a spree killer?
1: I, I mean, he is more it's of a spree killer. Correct? I just like, uh, I just wanted to cover him in terms of just the fact that he, um, very interesting, what he did. He caused Ew. true terror. Absolutely, the definition uh, of terror. He shut down the entire city. Mm-hmm. He, his, I forgot his final um, murder count was his final murder count was it's, ten. Yeah, ten. Um, it was also just the.
3: Ten convicted. Ten they convicted. linked They linked him to a ton of murders across the entire United States. Right. And again, you know, uh, going
2: back to the reasons why most uh, black serial killers are never caught. The, uh, the idea on this guy everyone thought it was a white guy in their mid 30s yeah know? oh yeah and and no so everything... he was just cruising around I mean no one even came close to suspecting a black guy for these decent it was obviously situations.
1: a guy it was obviously a guy with military training um, he was doing it exactly the right way mm-hmm. uh technically uh, and it was it, so it was in October 2002 it happened over three weeks basically the, he had total control of the city yep. they had no idea what he basically where he was coming from how he was shooting anybody the first thing that they found was like like basically the there was no evidence. No this whatsoever. Guy, and they were like, because, you yeah. know, the big postulation is that he's driving around in a car. That's what they're trying to figure out. It's like, like when they find it, it's like, well, he's not camped anywhere. He's in a car. He's shooting from a car and moving, right? right. Yeah. And maybe there's more than one shooter. That's like the first inkling they had. Killed <laughs>
3: five people in one day.
1: One day. Five in one day. Yeah. When, so, and then oh, wow. Basically, what they the first piece of evidence they found, they did a gigantic walk around once he shot a kid. I forgot the name of the child that he shot.
2: And he shot men, women, and children,
1: obviously.
3: Yes, uh, he yeah, he shot men women. He only shot one minor, the thirteen year old kid.
1: Yes, and okay. he survived. But the, that was the idea of then he was going to shut down the schools. And so what he did was he left, a his calling card was a death tarot card that said, call me God to the police. And it was basically written, do not share this with the porters, because he wanted to have one-on-one conversation with the police. Right. The murders continued for a little bit. And then he called in 911 to tell them his plan himself. Well, actually it turned out to not be him. It turned out to be his, uh, his uh, young friend, his, his sort of like, Apprentice yeah. Lee Boyd Malvo uh, And do we have the call ready to go yes, This is we the do. call he made to the police And, and cool. this
3: uh, didn't get to the police Until much later Because goes, there were so many uh, tips Being called into the hotline That this just got completely lost in the shuffle As did the phone call that ended up Leading them to John Muhammad One of his old friends Okay. Uh, so yeah all this stuff just got lost But this is the phone
0: call to leave. Love calls
1: to sign recorded
0: Good morning. Don't say anything. Just listen. Where are the people that are causing the killing in your area? Look on the tarot card. It says, call me God.
1: Sir, I need you people. Montgomery County police hotline. We're not investigating the crime. Do you no, like the number?
2: God. Dude, that's hilarious. She didn't
1: even help. She didn't even help.
2: No. That is so... Like, f- yes, what, sir, what do I have, have to do number. around here to get the police's attention? I well, mean, how, isn't it ironic that a black guy is like, cops, find me. And for the first time, they're like, oh, no, 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 you're fine.
3: I mean, he was smart about it by uh, trying to get uh, actually into the police because they had released most of the uh, actual... Uh, evidence that they had and trying to figure out who this guy was, the zodiac car, or the uh, yeah the uh, tarot card they weren 't supposed to release that to the press. it actually leaked to the press okay, and this guy knew of like the police um, the police uh what is it activity of not releasing every single detail they have to uh, weed out false confessions and all right. that, so he knew that like if he said tarot card, they would knew, know what he was talking about they know that uh, they would know that they were actually telling the truth they, they, were they that they, they were. were the
1: guys yeah, yeah. and right. so b- basically. That sort of continued on. him, And then it bounced from just the wall. It was in Washington, D.C. That's where it started. Mm-hmm. And then it moved to Maryland. And then the idea was basically, what you find out after. Here's like a sort of a example of like people who that were shot. Um, it's kind of nuts because it started on August 1st. There was a. a John Gueda was changing a tire in a parking lot in Hammond, Louisiana right, right. and was shot in the neck by Malvo, which is like the first thing. It, it's been a long going trial like it was like it was literally months long yeah and basically after the like once they finally caught him which was forget the exact way they caught him was the exact way they
3: caught him is they were able to trace uh Everything to this blue sedan yes. through the uh, tip that one of his buddies, he was a Gulf War veteran. One of his buddies that he served in the Gulf War with uh, called them up and said, "This sounds like this guy. Uh, this sounds like his mo." So they were able right. to trace everything to this blue sedan. So they threw out the license plate number. Uh, they thought, "Like this is definitely our guy. This is definitely who we're looking for." And a uh, a trucker, some guy that was driving late at night, he uh, was just he's heard it on the radio. He saw the license plate right in front of him. He called the cops. He followed the blue sedan, and he said, all right, they're parked in this rest area. And the cops came and busted them. They were asleep in the car. Yeah, right. and they
1: got the two of them, you know, and then, it was, of course, the reveal that they're black and and Muslim, which is also, t- it's very intense in the fact, yeah. because there's also a year after September 11th, so people were really fucked up already. Oh, it was intense, yeah. Yeah, so it was very intense, and then, um, but then want sure kind of blows down to- I don't know if they labeled this an act of terrorism or not. It's they not act ter- i act not terrorism. They, they did They, they, they did. Yeah. yeah, they tried. You go. Well, they. They. They framed now. it.
3: Yeah, he got executed.
2: He got executed. He
1: did because basically Lee Boyd Malvo totally flipped on him and explained. Well, he was a young kid who was brainwashed. something. But what you find out is, but it turned out to all be sort of even of sort of a smokescreen because John Muhammad, who was the the main sort of inspiration for the killings, was basically trying to accidentally kill his ex wife, and uh, this led me to then research. I was like. This was all about, like, it was like kind of what they said about the Zodiac, where it's like maybe it was like it was a bunch of murders to cover up one hit. Yeah. Where it was like he was trying to shoot a bunch of people in order to shoot his ex wife, but then. I mean, the whole thing really f- fell apart. But- no,
3: the whole thing, the reason why he wanted to kill her was because she. he believed that she had estranged him from his children, which I believe is the most extreme case of,
1: I just want my kids back. I want my sort kids back. Sort of a taken
3: yeah. situation,
2: Get I me guess. Back, yeah. my
1: son. <laughs> but it's like he uh, He also I then made me research how many uh, relationships end in homicide.
2: Right. How many? Have
1: we got? 17% of relationships. No, end that in can't in be homicide. right. Seventeen percent of all relationships. Your girlfriend or your boyfriend's going to murder you. <laughs> Most likely, I'm just going to say that out loud. Is that they're going to get you when you go to sleep? That's when the fucking thinking starts. That's when the clock starts fucking worrying oh, yeah. in their head. This
2: is all going to be used against you on trial. I'm
1: just saying.
3: Well, the majority of murders are crimes of passion. Yeah, I, ain't, I know I that. Ain't I think
2: seventeen percent seems like a relatively high number for the. Majority of the relationships.
3: Are you sure it isn't 70% of all murders are uh, between people in relationships?
1: Let's just say I smoked a lot of weed. Let's just say that <laughs> out of your dick pipe. Um, but when. Um lee boyd Malvo came for basically he totally flipped on him to to explain uh like what happened to him like basically saying like he became like a father figure uh right. john Muhammad was like a father figure to him and basically blew up his entire fucking spot by uh talking about what his uh plan was and apparently what this sorted as it was a it was a three-phase plan um And Phase 1 consisted of meticulously planning, mapping, and practicing their locations around the D.C. area. This way, after each shooting, they would be able to quickly leave the area on a predetermined path and move on to the next location. Mm -hmm. John Allen Muhammad's goal in Phase 1 was to kill six white people a day for 30 days, 180 per month. And then basically— In
3: in just two small metro areas. Yes,
1: and he's like, Malva wanted to describe how Phase 1 did not go as planned due to—it was heavy traffic and, you know, you know— it's just tough night to find a white guy on. sometimes. And you have to stop yeah. that it's like, we had to sat and yeah. watch it. was like, oh, I was on a night court. And you going to watch And it. how
3: they were able to get away with this so easily was that the blue sedan, they had taken out the back seat of it and one person would drive and the other person would stick the butt of it. It was a right. Bushmaster AR-15, same one that Adam Lonza used at uh, Sandy Hook. All right. And it had a holographic <laughs> sight on it. For uh, your playing
1: cards out there, if, yeah. you're, if you're writing down stats. <laughs> if
3: you're all writing down AR-15 stats, it's a big one in the right. killing community. Uh, and they had a hole that they had uh, drilled in the back, and they would just put the uh, barrel through and just boom,
1: boom. Yes. And it worked Worked magic. So phase two was meant to be moved up to Baltimore. Malvo described how this phase was close to being implemented, but it never was carried out. Phase two would begin with the killing of a pregnant woman with a shot to the abno- abdomen, and the next was they were supposed to shoot a Baltimore City cop and then try to blow up the... Uh, right. blow up the funeral to nail as many cops as possible. Yeah, and then, then blow specific. up the
3: funeral again when the ambulances is Yes,
1: up. and then phase three is the fucking craziest thing which was to extort millions of dollars from the United States government and then finance a larger plan to travel north into Canada stop along the way to in YMCAs and orphanages recruiting young men who to be a part of his gigantic army against America, and you gotta stop in a quick bl-
2: trip and get your beef jerky and your sodas. And oh things. yeah, of course.
1: I mean, that's what's gonna be a hassle yeah. stopping to go to the bathroom every fifty right, minutes, right? 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 Because everybody knows that orphans have tiny bladders. Yeah, that's why their parents give them up.
2: Is that the reason? <laughs> not for financial reason. At the or same time, orphans
1: are not team players. That's why they. That's why they've been moved to free agent status.
2: That's what you're calling a child who is no longer wanted by their parents a free agent. <laughs>
1: It's Jesus like, are they going to be able to bring their talents to South Beach? I don't know. Right, or Will right. they be able to mesh in society? I don't know. You're an orphan now, so you are... I mean, I can't trust you. You've got pickpocket fingers. Pickpocket yeah, right? fingers. And you're addicted to porridge. Porridge? That's <laughs> all they have to eat. That's what orphans do. All right, do we have time... Bizarre
2: it's, idea of what an orphan is.
3: It's 2.40. Do we have time to cover... The final one that we talked about. I
1: feel like we should just maybe do a whole episode on it.
3: I think we can do a whole episode on this because I want to find a book on this and I want to read about this and I, I want to know everything about
2: This so We, we, we should is just go ahead and ma-
1: mention that the next episode, like there was another, There's, we will do an old episode totally devoted to the zebra killings. Um, the zebra killings
2: are some of the most interesting killings of all time. It's
1: absolutely compelling. It shut down San Francisco. It is, it's very intense. So right on the heels
3: of
2: Zodiac. So
1: we don't even want to like even start it because that would cheat you onto some of the gory details. I will say, you know, don't, Research death angels. Uh, don't research <laughs> death angels, Muslim cult, because yeah. you will get unflagged. I know for a fact I'm flagged.
3: You're now. big. We're all big time flagged. Um, you know, I kind of think sometimes that we've been flagged so many times that we've been unflagged. We're Why unflagged. We,
1: when it comes down to it, it's like you look at everything. You watch me do that, and then put out an internet comedy video. How are you going to take me seriously yeah, again? Hide in plain sight. Hide it's in plain sight. Ultimate soul. terror <laughs> right. cell. This guy right here.
2: So that's your your big idea is to get famous, and then you start to kill.
1: Well, yeah. Super famous comedian goes on murder spree, Right. Does sound fun rallies people behind him?
2: And the zebra killings are another prime example of there, there hasn't been a movie being made. Uh, there hasn't been a movie made about it. I believe
1: there's not been a no, movie Because I'm telling you, because it.
2: like, white producers are just like, well,
1: I don't. We can't talk about Yeah, we, we can't, can't you, know, I, you know, we're about to head into a big summer season. That's I what. don't think we can start the race war right now. Right. You know, like, let's... Um, Only white people can be racist. We can start people. a race war in March, and then we'll be back to Oscar season by September.
3: Right. <laughs> and by the way, there is a new movie coming out. There is a movie out about the... Uh, the Beltway Snipers called a uh, blue sedan, and I saw a trailer for it today. It looks fucking fantastic. Oh, interesting.
1: Most Deaf is in it. No, uh, he's not. <laughs> well, he could be though. You never Isaiah know, Isaiah Washington
2: is it.
3: Isaiah he's Washington. He's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah
2: very good. Um, all right, so let's just let's just okay. So we got uh, Leroy. He did something. What? Lee Boyd Malvo. Lee Boyd Malvo. <laughs>
1: Frank-
3: Lonnie
2: Franklin. I would Lonnie say that's Franklin. the only Louie racist Crane. thing
1: we've said today yeah. is what you just said. Why? This is a mistake on the name. Ah, one of these, ah, I don't know, one of these puffy heads. <laughs> puffy heads? <laughs>
2: I'm not trying to put pins in them. I'm just trying to give a recap of the black serial killers so people can go out there and research them.
1: You You just have to uh, research. We listen to the episode, I guess. Yeah, the DC sniper stuff's fun. Um, And then... I don't know. Oh, my favorite
3: thing about the uh, DC sniper is that he called uh, the police and told them to call a pre- press conference uh, that and say like we've got him like a noose on a duck.
1: Yeah, and it was like a what is a on a duck. That's how they know that he they were listening to him is that he would they would say duck in a noose. Yeah, yeah, we've got duck. him. Yeah. We've got him like a duck in a noose. We're just well, that's
2: target. not gonna sound very good coming from a white cop's mouth. But
1: there's also a story of his. Also, his former like roommate was like when all the killings was happening. He was just like, I bet John's doing this. Yeah, can you imagine that sitting around? Because like we've yeah. all had sort of like creepy roommates, but it's like you it get to a point where it's like, I bet Anthony did this. It's like Isn't he'd always eat my spaghettios, and then like there was always muffled screams coming from his right. room, you know. But he kept saying it was his video games. Well, like, when, when you big see part, your buddy on a commercial, you're like, oh, look at that. It's
3: looks scary. like a big part of the movie is about his uh, relationship with that roommate. Oh, Okay, <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: interesting. Yeah, yeah it's just him. Joey, just, like, you
1: use the hot water, and you're leaving bullet casings in the bathtub. You
2: know, that's where you put them. Yeah, that's fine. Um, all right. Well, that's a little intro, uh, a long intro, I suppose, to black serial killers on the next episode or a future episode. We'll talk about the Zebra Killings.
1: Yeah, hail Satan, Gein. and hail yourself.
2: Hail me. Hail your- I'm the one. You're not. What Let's are you, that jazz pro us bowler?
3: Of here. Oh, we're gonna
1: jazz ourselves jazz right out of this episode, Princess. All right, I'm gonna Charleston my way always oh, down to City Hall, where he's I'm gonna gone. vote for nobody for mayor.
3: Nobody. They're all terrible candidates here in New York City.
1: I got my raggedy jazz suit on. You look good. I never drink water, only bathtub gin. Wow.
0: For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons. All handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection and cold pressed to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.